When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Start of the third period in Moose Jaw. The Warriors leading the Edmonton Oil Kings 3-2. Just two games in the NHL tonight. Late in the second period, Rangers up 3-2 on the Canucks. Early second period, Dallas up 1-0 on Minnesota. The Edmonton Oilers practiced in Philly today. They play the Flyers tomorrow, 3.30 for the face-off show, and the puck will drop at 5 here on 6.30. Ched, the Oilers this month are going to see Detroit twice. They beat them last night. They host them next Wednesday at Philly tomorrow, and then Philly will be here on the 21st as uh, a lot of Eastern teams for the Oilers this month, actually uh, every game except for a game against Colorado coming up uh, a matinee in Denver on Sunday, the 19th. So that's a quick general look ahead for the Oilers schedule, but Philadelphia tomorrow, then remember those games on the weekend at Ottawa Saturday at Montreal Sunday I don't want you to sleep in or go out and run errands and then be like, wait, there was a game. Nine o'clock face-off show. Those games then start at 1030. Saturday at Ottawa, Sunday at Montreal. So mark that in your day timer if you still use one. Does anybody use a day timer, Kellen? Uh, I think the last time I used a day timer was high school. There must be some people who still keep a daytime. There was something like that. I remember mine had like that weird 3D thing where like it had like the real scratchy cover on the front of it. Or like if you ran your pen or your your fingers on the top of it, it's made like a scratchy sound. And it was like one of those, those things where if you held it the right angle, it would be like a 3D image, you know? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody out there knows what I'm talking I'll, I'll about. I'll do right? some research later. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. That is the hotline provided by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty Pro all the way. Email inside sports at six thirty shed dot com, and follow me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins R E I D W I L K I N S. All right, uh, what do we have? I, some people okay. I should <laughs> okay. clarify about the the Jack thing because I I feel like maybe I didn't explain it enough in the interview. So. Now, I don't think I have to explain the Oilers 50-50. They always have one. It's huge. It's it's multi-day. So this one started last night, goes until the 17th. I was That's honored right. to speak to Ben Stelter's dad, Mike, on the face-off show yesterday. So the jackpot gets drawn at 11 p.m. on the final day of the 50-50. But there are early bird draws every game day. For example, one of them last night was a $1,000 Safeway gift card. Yeah, mm. That'd be a decent prize. Uh, and, and I looked on the Oilers website here, and it tells you who won those prizes if somebody's claimed them already. I believe you have four business days to claim the prize. Right. So, for example, uh, two lower bowl tickets to the Oilers and Bruins on the 27th of this month was one of the early bird prizes, and it says a gentleman named Randy LaRose won that prize. The other three prizes from last night the early birds 
no winner at the moment, but one of them was a personalized video message from Jack Michael. So that's what Jack was joking about, but also, you know, it did, pumping up how great the 50 50 is here in oil country with which it is and this is an especially emotional cause for people because it's for the ben stelter fund so that's why jack and i were talking about mm -hmm. the one of the early bird prizes yesterday was a personalized message a video from him okay. well norm in a combine can attest he says hey reed he got a video message last year for his birthday from jack it is well worth the money oh okay there you go well, what's the cheapest 50-50 uh, tickets you can get? I think it's 10 bucks. Yep. So yeah. 10 bucks potentially for a memory that – or 5 bucks. You can get one ticket for 5 or 10 for 10. So there you go. Mm -hmm. There we go. And Jillian texts in and says, Reed, great minds think alike. And she says she's feeling Jack Michaels tonight. She flies out tomorrow morning to visit her daughter who's playing hockey in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Going to catch her game live for the first time this season on Saturday. Funny tie-in, her head coach played hockey for Penn State. Oh, neat. Okay, yeah, I know Jillian. Well, I don't know if I, I just I don't actually know if I've met Jillian, but I know she texts the show quite and, regularly. And she's called right. in before too, yeah. Yes, That's all right. Sure. And Oz texts in and says the difference between kelp and seaweed is one is more disgusting than the other. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's the scientific difference. <laughs> hey, I Googled it. Now I changed the tab. I'll bring it up again. You did, yes. So, what is the difference? Uh, diff there we go. Difference between seaweed and kelp. This is the first thing that came up. From the uh, from the website. Now, this must be an official website. I can't mm. believe I didn't notice this website before. This may make you chuckle wherever you are. So if you're driving, be safe. The website is drseaweed.com. The full word drseaweed.com. Why not? And the question is posed, what's the difference between kelp and seaweed? Here's what it says. Seaweed is a term which can be used to describe many different marine-based species of plants and algae. But sea kelp is more specific. It describes the largest subgroup of seaweed. Seaweed ranges dramatically in size whilst it actually has the word whilst, which I love using. That's underused. Whilst. Kind of like thrice. Seaweed ranges dramatically in size whilst sea kelp is always quite large. So kelp is, uh, I guess, basically a type of seaweed. Ah, okay. Then the next question is, which is more nutritious, seaweed or kelp? Well, I think we all know the answer to that. I'm dying to know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so there we go. The uh, difference between seaweed and kelp. As always, this show, if uh, if we can't be entertaining, we'll try to be educational. Infotainment. I think we've just educated, and I've learned a lot about seaweed and kelp tonight. Any other written correspondence? Nope. That's uh, we're well, at I'm the kinda, uh, empty mailbox for now. Here, I'm so. kind of blown away by the difference between seaweed and kelp. All right, I'm sure you're uh, you're well titillated to use the word of the evening. We will get Kelly Rudy on the show when we get back. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. All right. Love having James H. Brown on board. Appreciate them a lot. He is a former NHL goaltender, now a broadcast. He broadcaster. He joins us every week here on Inside Sports, courtesy Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. It is Kelly Rudy. Kelly, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. Reading yourself? I am doing great. Good to talk to you. When we spoke last week, you were in Florida. We were leading into the All-Star Weekend. 
Now you experienced it. I watched most of the skills competition. Okay. And I was kind of like, okay, some of it worked. I didn't think all of it did. You lived it, and you're you're in the rink when a lot of it's going on as well. So tell us how, how you sort of ingested all that. All right. So the skills wasn't the best this year. That's for sure. That they, uh, you know, first of all, I think it's time for a refresh and they sort of have to come up with some new ideas. I know what do they have three new ones and it's, it's fairly interesting that they can do some of those because in each location, uh, depending on uh, uh, geographical, uh, they can do something that's a little bit different. Like they had that uh, shooting at the surfboards and things like that. So I kind of find that to be uh, uh, pretty cool. And uh, I know in Vegas, they did a couple uh, ones that we had never seen before, which were cool. But overall, it's just, I just think that the skills competition is just too long. it should be, I would say it should be about 90 minutes, maybe two hours max. Uh, I wouldn't mind maybe uh, some musical acts. I don't know, just change it up, refresh that whole skills competition. Because the reason why I'm really strong about that, if you were to watch the game itself, the three-on-three hockey on Saturday, that was phenomenal because you really do see the skill. I mean, since there's no checking, there's no hitting, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, they can do whatever they want at will. That's when I really found that their skill levels really rose to the top. I mean, it was just phenomenal watching all those little saucer passes and, you know, they, they get a bad uh, pass in their skates and they're not afraid to being hit. So they'd, effortlessly take from their skates up to their stick and make another ridiculously uh, cool play. So that's what I like about the the weekend because those guys are the best of the best. And when they shine, they really shine. Now, having said that, I'll go back to the skills to see Connor McDavid hit eight for eight. That was pretty impressive. And And not win. (laughs) What's that? And not win, every ball Oilers fans are saying. Right. But to see that interview that he had uh, with Kevin Bieksa, he and Dreisaitl before the competition, and Kevin asked uh, McDavid something about uh, first time that you're not going to – a few weeks ago we heard that you asked not to be in the fastest skater, which makes tons of sense because he's done it so long. And I mean, just that pressure alone would uh, drive a guy crazy. But – uh but he had his game face on in the dressing room about the the accuracy and so knowing his uh i mean his level of uh compete i was not surprised to see see he did so well in the accuracy competition what have you done well in i guess i'm not referring to stopping breakaways or two on o's we we know you you could do that and you had to face a few especially in the era you played but uh what have you been good at that tendy tandem Shot Rob Brown made a good point last night that that's yeah. how good the goaltenders are at handling the puck. They didn't give yeah. them the whole net to shoot at. They gave them the little slot to be a perfect shot. And Rob's right. Like uh, they're uh, like they're stopping their skill to stop the puck has never been better. But also in a lot of cases, the way they shoot the puck also. And uh, so Skinner, 
he was able to score the one. And during our broadcast of it, we showed how when he was a member of Lethbridge, uh, he did it also. And very similar. I think the one that uh, I watched from Lethbridge, it, it looked to me like he – uh, it was an aerial pass about 12 or 15 feet high. So that was a phenomenal task. Uh, I think I would have done quite well. Um, I never did go for an empty net simply because my first center child coach never would have approved of it. Al Arbor, right. he wouldn't have thought that uh, that was uh, the, the right thing for a, a team guy to do. I, I, I wish I would have because I know I had lots of encouragement from my teammates, especially Luke Robitaille when I was in L.A. He always wanted me to go for an empty netter. And the reason I bring it up, I was actually, I know most of your listeners wouldn't uh, remember this, but I was actually quite good at handling the puck. And that and that is one of the reasons also, besides stopping the puck, but that's one of the reasons why Gretzky uh, wanted me traded to L.A. So to move the puck up quicker and, and uh, but. I used to practice a lot. There's no doubt about it from my end and see how how well I could uh, hit that empty net. And I was pretty good at it. You know, what most people don't know or think about, uh, from that distance, what, 195 feet or so, you, there's, there's quite a bit of spin on the puck. And so when you shoot it, as I am a, a left-handed shooting guy, you have to aim... Well, it depends how hard you're shooting the puck. If it's a little bit slower, you have to aim maybe as much as a foot to the right of the net, and so that it'll spin into the the middle of the net. So there's quite a bit of spin, and I don't think most people think about that because there's a long distance of ice that has to be covered where the puck is just spinning and spinning and spinning. Yeah, I'd never thought about that. It's almost like uh, golf a little bit. I know... Yeah, you know, for some guy, a, a straight shot is actually ten feet left, so you aim ten feet right. You know, so it's going yeah. right at the pin. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the thing that I was thinking about how those guys they have to take that into consideration, and it's not like they have a boatload of time to uh, to figure that out, right? Yeah, Kelly Rudy joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Oilers going into Philadelphia. Um, I, I know I probably ask this every year, but it's always fun because Philadelphia has such a reputation and. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Islanders, Flyers. Yeah, right. I feel like every team probably <laughs> had something with the Flyers. Uh, what was it like playing games there? And you would have been in the spectrum, right, for your career. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm most proud of because even though I was a goalie, it was still a physical game. And I played really, really well in the spectrum. In fact, that was one of my favorite buildings to play in because of the hostile crowd and how they they made you very uncomfortable. And it was not an easy play, especially uh, for skaters to go into that building. And while after you sent me that text today about playing in Philly, I was thinking about it. And the first thing that came to mind were the ridiculous amount of uh bench clearing brawls or just 
five on five brawls or six on six if the goalies got into it or it was just crazy back then now early on in my time uh it usually worked in our favor right because you think of uh, my islanders team we had clark gillies we had bob nystrom bob Bourne was tough uh we had gordy lane uh dennis potvin even though he's thought of as one of the greatest defensemen to ever play he had a real mean streak and so we could take care of ourselves but it's when we when clark got traded to buffalo and bob nystrom retired uh dennis retired uh, i think uh, gordy lane retired then it was a little bit tougher to go into the spectrum and uh, and have those battles because they had guys like Craig Berube and and Rick Tockett and it was a it was a tough place let me tell you yeah okay we'll see how the uh, Oilers do against Tortorella and company tomorrow we will end here speaking of Philadelphia Eagles Chiefs in the Super Bowl uh we had Luke Gazdick on earlier he picked Eagles 27-23 so I'm going to have to bug you for a winning team and the final score. I'm going to go Kansas City because Mahomes is amazing. He's one of my favorite athletes to watch. I can't believe how well he played uh, last game considering he has a high ankle sprain. And I'm going to say 28 to 21 for the Chiefs. All right. We got you down for that. Kelly, I like it. Thank you so much. Uh, I was going to ask you if you had any surfing stories because of those surfboards being knocked down, but probably not. (laughs) Not me. That's Rob Blake. Rob Blake was our big surfer in L.A., and I know he, uh, he, I don't know if he still does it, but he loved it. Thanks, Kelly. We'll talk to you soon. You got it, Reed. Take care, my friend. Kelly Rudy for Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. Oilers now from noon to 2 tomorrow. I'll have the face-off show at 3.30. Oilers and Flyers play-by-play starts at 5. Good night.